we got the snow falling in Washtenaw County on this Monday, and it's uh, hot here on the Maize and Blue Review. With Jim Scarcelli, the former Wolverine Scar, great Monday to you. I got to give you credit. You know, you were. Uh, I looked at all these bowl games. You said, you know, I really like UCLA. I think UCLA will score a lot of points. And then over the weekend, I saw UCLA score a lot of points. So nice job on that. You know, I knew their quarterback was going to play. It's so hard to figure out who the heck's going to play. The game was in, uh, you know, in Los Angeles, so that was a good pick. And I'm gonna, I like Air Force, Denny, and I like Northwestern. I'm telling you, take the money line on both. One of them are gonna win. Bowl games, <clears throat> just so you, in my old scars impression. Yeah, was was part of five, played in three. A lot changes, man. Five six weeks, a lot changes. Air Force will have, you know, Air Force don't have guys uh, <laughs> opting out. So I like <laughs> Air Force. I like Northwestern. I just thought about these guys. They're up there practicing now. Everybody's home. All the students are home. And the football players are grinding. So, you, you know, it's just tough. It's tough as a player. You know, they'll have a little fun when they get to lost, you know, get to California. But they're going through the grind now, man, practicing when no other students are in Ann Arbor. Talking about practice. Uh, we'll talk about practice and bowl preparations for Alabama, also a lot of movement. You know, you've kind of alluded to there. Your court coaches and players flying all around. A big name in the portal just last night. Uh, we will get to the entertaining, educational, and informative film review from Scar 2.0 with Alabama. He did a little bit last week. Now a little bit more on the Crimson Tide as we build up towards New Year's Day. Well, let's start with uh, early signing period, and you know, you know, the first February or the first Wednesday in February is National Signing Day, and now they have an an early signing day. And Michigan fans should be aware of a defensive end out of Forestville, Maryland, Lugard at Oak Paye at Oak Paye, Lugard at Oak Paye. He is uh, very interested in Michigan. And uh, Maryland is doing a lot to see if they can keep them uh, home. A couple others uh, in the mix there as well. A couple other Big Ten schools. And uh, Ed Oak Paye likes the Wolverines. So it wouldn't be a surprise if Michigan was able to get them. It's not a sure thing. But uh, you like those. Uh, I like those. I like those signing. I'd like to have one. Yeah, Danny, that kid right there, man, that's a good. That's good. Mike Loxley has not locked down Maryland. If we can go in there and get a kid like that and he's, you know, I don't know, but he possibly is an African kid with that name. And we've got a good bloodline or a good track record treating the African kids good. You know, Quiddy Pay and a lot of the, some of the guys we've had. So that doesn't hurt when you develop that kind of reputation. So he, he could possibly be, uh, you know, an African kid. And, um, and going into Maryland is great when we can steal Mike Loxley's guys. I'm with you on that. Uh, if you want to know more about what's going on up to the second with the signing day and practice and all of that, well, it is the season. I mentioned that snow coming down, and you get a chance to know all of this by joining up the Maze and Blue Review. You can do that today by going to michigan.rivals.com. We'll see you over there. It makes a great Christmas gift, as you know, and it could be a great Christmas gift for the person that you're looking at right in the mirror. Scar, there's uh, some people really teeth gnashing right out of the gate. Michael is talking about um, Bryce Underwood. He's thinking he's going to LSU. He says, come on, Blue. 
they need to land these recruits. I, I think that's, you, you know, you got to think in the modern times now, you know, the, uh, what I, th- I think three of the top seven of the um, quarterback recruits from last year are in the portal right now. Uh, half of the guys that are in the college football playoff, Michael Penix started out at Indiana. Uh, Ewers, well, he was at Ohio State. You need to be able to do both. You can't just not ignore recruiting, but I wouldn't get too upset. You know, Michigan, the, their plan and the way they've done things, sure, I'd like to get some five-star recruits. There's no doubt about that, but I'm not going to panic with how Michigan has approached it, especially the success that they've had in the transfer portal. Yeah, Denny, these five-star quarterback, it's interesting. Dante Moore, you know, the, the Malachi Nelson kid that's at SC, he's talking about leaving, okay? This is what's if, – if I was a high school coach, and, and I was for a long time, counts, you know, talking to my my players who are getting recruited, you know, if, if, if you're an Underwood, it, I'm just throwing it out. It might sound crazy. You may, you may want to go to a school where you can start as a freshman. Go to a Mac school, start as a freshman, and then now – you're more marketable. You've got a year of experience. You've got playing experience. I know that sounds crazy, but some you know you go to a big school and you sit, but you get the NIL money. So you come to Michigan, you come to SC, you go to uh, LSU, you get the, the you get the NIL money, okay? But you don't play. You go to Toledo, you go to Eastern, you play. You get experience. Now you, you know. So it's it's interesting how I would have that discussion with a kid. If I'm coaching a Bryce, you know, a Bryce Underwood type kid, those are interesting decisions, you know, cause here we got Dante Moore and Malachi Nelson. They're, they're, they're out there looking at, uh, looking for a new home. Yeah. And I thought, you know, Richard uh, pointing out that JJ was named MVP of the team last year at the, uh, at the banquet says, congratulations, uh, JJ. And I also saw a quote from Harbaugh that when all the seniors were up there and they were congratulating them all, you know, three years in a row, going to the college football playoff. And he said something like, uh, uh, and we hope to see a lot of you back next year. Michigan's approach, instead of getting in early on guys, developing and then keeping them around. And, you know, in college basketball, if you're able to keep players for three or four years and you're able to develop them, and then the next year, a fifth year or a sixth year, and in football – if you're able to you know, keep guys uh, that would otherwise be heading to the pros, you know, third or fourth round um, draft picks, and you're able to keep those, I mean, you can you can balance that out. I don't think you can do it all. You know, you're going to have to do some recruiting, but, uh, you know, it's different times now. Yeah, I don't know who, who that message he was sending that to. Is he sending that know. message to a kid like Al-Hadi, you know, uh, that, that he wants him to stick around? You know, and some of these young offensive linemen that haven't played much, is he telling them, look, you're going to get your shot, don't jump in the – or is he telling kids that are returning starters? I don't know. Danny, a couple things that, that I, I saw. Riley Leonard. How did we know Riley Leonard was going to go to Notre Dame before he even got in the portal? You know, we people want to talk about cheating and all this unethical stuff. I just thought that was a little questionable. Riley Leonard – that's all we heard was Notre Dame. The kid ain't even in the portal. And the next thing you know, well, he's in the portal. And then guess what? He's going to Notre Dame. So that was just something that. Uh, well, no, you're right. I mean, and, and that's the whole thing. And, and I think that's part of what ticked Harbaugh off with them getting in some hot water initially with the, you know, the hamburger thing where he was just like, screw it. I'm going to buy these things. Like Jordan Addison, who's, you know, uh, having a great rookie year, had a great weekend. 
uh, for the uh, the Vikings. When he was at Pitt, he wasn't even in the transfer portal, and everybody already had him. Like, oh, he's got a great NIL deal. He's going to USC. He wasn't even in the portal. That's cheating, and it's right there. And then he went to USC. So we all know it. It's like right in your face. Uh, but, the, you know, they can't do anything. That's what they, I'm sure the NCAA is saying, sure, we'd like to do something, but we can't do anything. So I don't know. That's the uh, million-dollar question. Yeah. You can't do anything, but it's cheating, and everybody's doing it. And, you know, so, right. There you go. Well, would you rather have, my question is, would you rather have Michigan just flat out cheating like everybody else, tampering and, you know, promising everyone or, you know, trying to, you know, go through the margins? It looks like what they did, you know, with uh, was some of the scouting. So, you know, hey, your choice. Yeah, I'd rather have a proven, you know, all-American type quarterback than, you know, some, some, some filming supposedly of the three dudes Film, uh, you know, signaling in front of 80,000 people. That's a whole nother argument. Uh, Saban talked about some things, Danny, that he talked about Michigan. And this is, you got to look at what he said. He talked about our personnel groups. I guarantee you he hasn't seen seven offensive linemen. So, you know, he, he talked about uh, the matchup problem with uh, Loveland, Colston Loveland, referred him, uh, you know, compared him to the Georgia kid. So, you know, that's what he's seeing. And he talked about our defense. And this is the stuff we're going to get into in this film. They haven't seen a defense that does as much exotic stuff that we do. So that's a good thing. And it's going to just going to be a matter of, you know, can they prepare for it? Can we do more stuff to give them, give them headaches? Um, and that's something that I'm, I'm, you know, we're going to go over. Tom Allen going to Penn State. Danny, Tom Allen's a damn good defensive coach. Okay. He, you know, he Kevin Wilson hired him initially at, at, at Indiana. What what where did you see what this guy does with Penn State talent? Okay. And then, you know, I'm I'm looking at Penn State. They got the good OC, Kansas OC. Now they got Tom Allen as their defensive coordinator. So that's something that, you know, we don't play him, but I'm watching it. Uh I'm I'm looking at Ohio State. I do not want to see the the Washington State kid go there. Okay, we don't want that little quarterback ward. We don't want him in Columbus. Go to Florida State. Go to Miami. Uh, I don't. You know, Brian Day has talked about staying with what's in his quarterback room. I'd much prefer that. <laughs> then, you know, he's got some players there. And again, it gets back to recruiting. If you're going to just recruit quarterbacks and never play any of them, you know, how are you going to get a young guy if you're just going to keep bringing in transfers? You know what I mean? When it, when it's when it's t- your turn. Uh, to do that. So, you know, that's, that's that Michigan state got the quarterback Denny that they wanted. So listen, this guy is going to have to be dealt with. They're going to play physical football. He's a lot like Jim Harbaugh. I didn't want him to see that quarterback, but you got to figure he was going to get him. And I'm watching Maryland again, talking about Maryland. They lost a couple starters into the portal. So th- that's not a good sign for Mike Loxley. When in, in saying, I said it about Illinois, when you're losing starters, Look, it's one thing to lose a second, third string kid that's a little, you know, frustrated. But when you're losing starters, you know, that's something. So, yes, you know, you know the, the the blinds have been doubled and tripled, and you could even say quadrupled now with next year with with USC, UCLA, Oregon, and Washington. You better be doing a lot because these guys aren't coming in to you know to uh, you know not try to win this thing. So, I mean, these guys are coming in. These are, 
you know, I don't know, you know, blue blood elite programs, couple of them in there, you know, you could make a case that they're on their way or already there. So it's, uh, it's getting hot. Yeah. You got, and you got to be hitting it on all cylinders with recruits and transfers and you better have your, your, your people better be sh- smart. Albert Karshnia and our guys are recruiting guys. I don't know how Jim has it delegated, but you got to be up to date on everybody, man. Hell yeah, you do. You're right. You know, and it's, uh, it's happening. So there it is. Uh, that's got us everywhere. Are we ready for some film? Yeah, let's get right on it then, Denny. Um, Let me uh, just tell everyone the scar of the Telestrator is uh, we want to thank Quick Cut for the video and analytics for what we are bringing to the table right now. Okay, Denny, we got a little better film here. And uh, get into this now. This is, uh, you know, this this is the stuff we're going to have to face. Okay, it's just tough. It's a lot of stuff, but we run a lot of this stuff, and I'm just going to show it to you. Now, we got Jet Motion. Now, okay, they're running, they're running, faking like they're running counter back this way, quarterback power back, just so you know what we have to defend on this action. We The ball's in the mesh point right now. Okay, we got to defend a running play this way. You've got pass, because we still don't know if it's run or pass yet, because the ball's in the mesh. You got run here. You got any type of pass play by these 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 receivers here. You got pass this side. Two receivers here. Any type of curl deep, but you also have quarterback power back this way. Okay, so that, that you have to honor. All right. So and and just I'm just and, and you, you I'm just giving you an idea of what we're facing, and and Georgia does a good job here on this play. You know, you got to know your gap. You got to know everything they can do from every situation. And they get a good good punch here, and that's how we want to play football. But you got you've got to honor all that stuff. Okay, now let me let me get back to that. Yes, Gar. You know, I was watching the Sunday night football game, and, and Lamar Jackson. They were pointing out Collinsworth, like the defensive ends. You know, even if they stayed home off off of the fake. You know, Lamar's just outrunning a guy to the edge, even if you have a guy there. So you could even play it right, and a guy like Milrow could still, you know, make a move on you and end up getting upfield. So. Yeah, and that's now yeah, that we talked about that. That's uh, but Denny, I, I I covered it last week. We're going to start with this. This is our base. This is our base defense. We play this three big defensive linemen. I think when they have two tight ends in the game, we'll be in base majority of the time. So Alabama does a lot of stuff with personnel. But we start with this stuff, the, the zone and the ISO. They like to run a ton of ISO. We run this play. They're going to lead that big tight end through there. So we, we start with this stuff. We can't give them five yards on handing the ball off. Okay? So this is our base defense. These guys are too high. you got to play great technique against these guys. You cannot get high and get knocked off the ball. That's much too much, way too much on a first down vanilla ISO play. Okay, we got to read the alignment of this tight end. This kid is a tough, this is the best blocking tight end I've seen that we're going to face all year, this 45. And as a team, their tight ends are the best blocking tight ends we're going to face. There's no imposters. None of them are imposters. Every one of them can block. So we got to read his alignment, Denny. If he's if he's if he's lined up over here, 
that means one thing. If he moves back off the ball, that means one thing. So you got to really read his alignment. They're not running a perimeter play over here with his tight alignment. They're either going to they're going to bring him back across. They're going to lead him through. So I I see it. I guarantee our coaches see it, and our players will read some of the, his 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 uh you know how he's lined up. But he's a big physical kid. He'll take you to the ball often. Number forty five for the tie. So that's that. Got to know where he is. Oh, boy. Let me get back to. Yeah, I covered that. So we're going to stop that. We're going to play low. We're going to adjust. We're going to give him different looks, Denny. We're going to give him different looks. We're not going to sit. We're going to slant. We're going to angle. We're going to do a lot of different stuff to mess with them. We are not going to sit in the front. We got to be smarter. So in order to do that, your kids got to be in the right spot. So we're going to, that is so important in this football game. Okay. Here they're going to motion to empty and they'll come out and empty and they'll do it on first down. And Georgia has one spot here, but again, we, you know, no pressure. And now he's got all day. I don't like the spy stuff. I don't know. I know Kirby Smart's a, a darn good defensive coach, but when you're going empty, I can't believe that he gets that amount of time. I mean, well, you're only rushing three, Danny. <laughs> That's why. And then you can't rush aggressively because you're worried about him stepping up in the pocket. So it's a combination of two things. They're not rushing him uh, like they're running uh, Russian uh, golf for the for the uh, <laughs> for the Lions. You follow me? They're just, you know, they got they're just patty caking over here. They're bull rushing. They so want to stay in their lane and make it so he can't run. Yeah. So let him pass. It's a whole different deal. Mm. Well, that's the problem with that. Now here's empty, adjust smart. Now here this Alabama does a ton of this. They're gonna come out. I mean, here they go from empty, adjust smart, M coaches and players. We gotta be smart. Because they do things to try to mess with you. So they go from empty. Now they bring the two tight ends in here. Okay, now what does this mean? And now everything, they, they'll like to just straight run the quarterback here, and they are. They're just straight running quarterback, a form of like quarterback power. You know, and you got to know, man, this kid over here for Georgia, what are, you, what are you reading, man? Read the key, read the block. I don't know what he's looking at. He gets simply he gets he gets reached and they're off and running. So we got to be smart here. Read your keys, read the block, know what they like to run with this quarterback. That's just terrible defense. But you got to get lined up when they shift. They're gonna they're trying to shift to get you misaligned. So we got to be smart. Gotta be smart. Danny, that's I got, I got, you know, secure the football on offense and be smart. I, I, I think it's probably the number one thing because we're going to do a bunch of stuff against them. Anyway, this kid is fast. We know the quarterback is fast. Here's empty. Okay, they're rushing three with the spy. Why would you go inside here, my man? See, now he gets outside the defense. They got a good defense there. They got him pinned in, and you got to remember that you're always contained. See this kid at the top, Denny? See this kid? You know, he's just stay out here. Keep working outside. You don't know. You can't start drifting in here. Then we get problems. 
Now he's going to peek inside, and the kid gets outside the defense. Yeah, so wow. This is a great film. You know, this is a great film. Uh, this is great to look at if you're playing edge for Michigan. You got to know that you've got to always keep your responsibility, man. Here's two backs, Danny. A lot of stuff they can do from two backs to mess with your keys. And they do a lot of things, man. These this coach is uh, this coach is pretty smart on offense. Now here's quarterback keep. So with the two backs, it messes. You know, we've seen it a little bit against Penn State. You got to figure out how are you going to key this stuff. And now if you got the third the quarterback running it also out of that, that throws an extra uh, wrench in your linebacker keys. So. What I, I did as a coach, oftentimes people, what we do is called cross key. This linebacker will key this back because oftentimes he'll get the ball going this way. You follow me, Danny? And this linebacker will key this back because he'll get the ball going this way. But now when you've got the quarterback running it too, I think they are cross keying here. It looks like they are. Anyway, Again, just like you just got done talking about, uh, Georgia has a pretty athletic kid here. You know, this kid here, this kid right here. 32. But, you know, if I'm playing this position against against Alabama, I'm not going to squeeze. See, this kid, he honors – I would be less – I wouldn't honor this inside run stuff as much knowing I have to come off on the quarterback. See, I think he's too far inside. And I know if I know I got to be out, come off on this guy, he's, you know, he's got to get, he's got to get a little more width. Yeah. He was already beat there. You could see that. Yeah, I mean, they're, they got him in conflict because they want him to help on that dive, but then they want him to come off in the quarterback and he's not Superman. He ends up taking neither. You follow me? You get neither out of your player. So we got to know the weakness of what they're doing on offense. And this kid from Georgia, I think, you know, I think he feels what they're running here. What are this? What scheme are they running? See, see, Denny. Teams will run. This is a, called a false pull. All right, this is a false pull. Okay, they're pulling these two dudes out here because they want these linebackers to honor it. They want this guy to chase behind, but this kid doesn't honor it. He he feels that uh, you know maybe through film, through whatever, or whatever. There's maybe this was their scheme. He's not honoring it, and he's coming off on the back. He didn't take the cheese, did he, Scott? No, he didn't take the cheese. So I guess that's the point is this kid right here. You know, he 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 doesn't he doesn't chase those uh, linemen that are pulling. So maybe that's something Kirby Smart said, look, we're not going to have you honor that. We're going to have you come off on the back. That's coaching. And that's that's why I talk about being smart is just such a crucial thing in this football game. Because we're not going to just line up and, and, and throw Alabama around. Here we go. They lose contain, but they, you know, get him to throw a bad pass. Yeah, well, I like that. Get him. Okay, this is our stuff. Okay, Th this is this is our stuff. There's seven guys here. This is a, a passing. This is what we like to do. Okay, and, and, and this is exactly this is what the stuff we're going to do. Okay, but somehow this guy doesn't want to contain the quarterback. I mean, what are you doing? He could have been in his face. It could have been a sack. He shouldn't. He shouldn't have the opportunity to throw the football. So you you got to know your gap. You got to know what we're running, and 
get outside. Get up here, man. Keep this guy inside the defense. Don't be playing on him. So anyway, that stuff we're going to run. And, you know, Alabama blocked it pretty much, but they, the, the Georgia kids should have taken a better angle. You know, this kid's like Corum, man. This is a tough running back, and, and this is the kind of stuff Corum does. You know, plays – he bounces it outside. So he's a, he's, a, he's a physical, tough kid. And, again, they, they run all this stuff. You got to honor Jet. You know, you got to honor this, and then you got to honor the quarterback. So <laughs> they put three – they put you in a bind, man. You know, you can't fly out of there as a linebacker until you clear everything. I mean, you see these linebackers here? Denny, see how they're stepping to honor Jet? See how these guys are all stepping this way? Yeah. To honor the Jet or to honor the quarterback? You know, they're, they're all out of position. They're out of position now to get back on this kid. That's what conflict does. That's what a good scheme does. And we got to find a way to uh, put the conflict on them. You know, the, the thing you like about Michigan is they, they have the players inside and they have the, the, the edges to be able to, to play up front with Alabama. The Michigan's linebackers are good, and, and so is their secondary. So it'll be a challenge. They'll give up some plays, but they should be able to get in there and, and punch with them. Hey, Danny, I firmly believe that uh, if I was coaching Michigan's defense, and Minter has said this. Mike McDonald has said this. He says that these two guys right here, you know, they're the tip of the spear for the Michigan defense. They've said that. Yep. And, and when I watch Alabama, 55 and 94, they, these guys got to play great. Okay. If there's any position group, in my opinion, against Alabama that has to play great football, great technique, good football, it's these guys. So 55 and 94 are going to get the majority of the reps. Okay. Well, these other three guys are going to get in there. And, and, You've got to play with great technique against Alabama. You cannot stand up. You will get knocked out of there. So these dudes are the tip of the spear. And when we bring these other three guys in, they got to be solid too. And we're not going to just line up and play gaps. We're going to slant. So we got to be smart in there too. But th those guys got to be good because that's too damn much. Jenkins and Graham and then Kenneth Grant. And then you had Cam Good. And then you got my guy. Benny in there as well. Get yeah. some, get some. Yeah, Benny, that, I mean, that's what Alabama wants to start with, man. They want if they can do this. See, look at this kid here. See, we this kid. This is this is how you get your butt kicked. This dude right here. He's playing terrible technique. Look at how high he is. Whoa, he just got manhandled. Yeah, I mean that's that's terrible. And, and you know you know why I'm confident this ain't going to happen to us. Because we haven't done it all year. I mean, every now and then, Grant gets a little high. But if I'm watching this film and I'm a front defensive tackle for Michigan, I'm like, I got to get my butt low. Because this is how we get – that's that's problems. So when I say this, that's where we start with defending Alabama. Those guys got to be great in there, and they got to play with great technique. But we're going to slant. We're going to move around. We're not going to have them sitting there. This good tackle, you know, get him. There it is. Yeah. You know, he he can throw these little swing passes good. He's he's a he's a he's a capable passer, man. He'll throw a couple bad ones, but he's a capable passer. All right, here's 
This is stuff, man. I call this just a lot of stuff, a lot of headaches. The sm- again, the smart team will win. All right, here we go. We come out empty, but they got tight ends in the game, so we got to have big dudes in the game. So now what do they shift to? Why do they do that, Denny? They want to they want to uh they want to determine maybe what, what your coverage is. They come out empty and see what you're going to how you're going to line up. They want to get your defense aligned a certain way. So uh, Georgia's got their base defense just like we do, three defensive linemen. And it looks like uh it looks like Georgia's lined up pretty good. Okay, and then now they throw it off of this. Look at all the stuff from this, Danny. Look, this is why I say the smart team is going to win. Look at all this stuff that's going on before the ball, you know, before this play is over. Okay, first of all, we got to line up to this. We got to adjust to this. Okay, how we lined up right for empty with this personnel based on the defense coach call. Okay, looks like Georgia's lined up. Now they shifted. Now everything changes. Now we got to line up again. Are we lined up right? Okay. Now this kid goes in motion. That changes something. Somebody going in motion. One of them backs. Did we line up again right? And now he's throwing the football off of this. All that all that mumbo jumbo, and he's throwing the ball. So, um, you know, adjust. Coach Mo talked about adjusting being the most important thing. We would we would come out on Mondays. I and I did the same thing he did as a coach. Man, he used to put helmets on the ground. Uh, that were offensive linemen, and then he would just tell, start going, all right, you go in motion, you go here, you line up over there, and you have, you know, the backup guys doing it, and the starters would be going through everything. And, you know, you got to line up right. Scar, is, is it an individual, like I hear these guys talk about the amount of film that they're watching. We're like, we're watching a lot of film. I'm uh, staying up watching a lot of film. This is what they're watching. I mean, like this, but well, they just keep rewinding a play and looking at their position, try to see if – like you were talking about 78 getting a little high. So if you're. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Danny, you're looking at, you're looking at a lot of things you're looking at. If, as, as a player, you know, I, I would, okay, you're obviously you're looking at the player that you're going to go against, but you're also trying to plug in different defenses in at the same time. Okay, what, how does this guy, you know, how are they going to block it if I slant? How are they blocking if we play straight? Uh, how am I adjusting based on all that? You're always constantly walking through your mind. You know, especially if I'm an edge linebacker guy, you know, how am I adjusting in these different defenses? But for the coaches, the coaches are looking at all this motion, all this stuff, all this, these formations. And then they're tri- trying to figure out what do we want to be in? What defense do we want to be in? And then at the same time, Denny, we cannot be in one defense against Alabama the whole time. Okay. When they, when they motion and shift, we have to have two, three different looks for all of their stuff. You got it? The Alabama offensive coach, he cannot he cannot go to his coaches and say, look, when we do this, Michigan's going to do this. You follow me? Yeah. He has to go into his offensive coaches and say, look, when we come out with this formation, Michigan will do this, but they might do this. And they also might do that. You follow me? So that that's what I think Michigan has done all year. Now, Georgia did some of this shifting, and Alabama never jumped off sides. See that? So their kids got some discipline, and uh, they were trying trying to do, do some of that stuff. But, 
Yeah, Danny, you're looking at film. The coaches are looking at film on a, from a, a different standpoint in terms of how are you going to adjust. Players are looking at, you know, the personnel. How, how does this guy block? Uh, you know, looking at his stance. Can I can I read runner pass? Again, this is the stuff. No, no, no. We cannot let him run this. All right. This kid's a tough, tough blocking tight end. You know, he blocks two guys here. This is way too much for this play. We run this play. You know, that's like Bredesen. Well, yeah, he's this kid's a 265 pound kid, so he puts the ball in the gut. You know, he's this defense has to honor quarterback keep over here. You got to honor Jet here, and this kid is uh, he he knocks this uh, this edge player out of there a little bit. He ends up getting getting movement, man. That's way too much, Denny. We get another view here. This kid ends up blocking two. So here's the deal, though, Danny. This is why if I'm playing this position or this position, you know, his alignment, his stance, and, you know, if he's, again, if he's wider, it tells me something. If he's off the ball, it tells me something. If he's close to the line of scrimmage, it tells me something. And these are the things you're looking at as players and coaches. Because he wants to be tight to the line of scrimmage, and he wants to be close to this tackle so he can get a good inside-out block on this edge player. You follow me? Yeah. If he widens out a little, and, and, and I've watched Alabama, they really, they really don't even care to tell you, you know. But he ends up blocking two here. He knocks the hell out of that edge player, and then he gets up on that linebacker. So, you know, you got to read this stuff, and this is the stuff you're looking at as a player and a coach. What can I see, and what can I get out of their stance, their alignments, their splits? What players are in the game when they want to run certain plays? And we get some penetration there. So, okay, Danny. Here I talked about I talked about getting lined up right, and Georgia's getting pushed around a little bit. Maybe some of it was that they were thinking, but look what happens when they get lined up right. It's third and one, or no, they're not actually not they're not actually not lined up right. They get lined up okay, but this defense isn't sound. And this is the stuff you look at as a coach. Okay, they got this gap covered. This gap has got a guy. This guy sees this gap. This guy could be out here on that gap. All right, this linebacker's here. This guy's here. This guy's here. Now you got a gap here. You got a gap here. And you got a gap here. You got two guys for three gaps. You see that? Yeah, run it to the right over there. That's where I would be well, running. You, but it's it's it, Georgia has a has a chance if they play good technique and if they're gap sound, but they're not really gap sound. And, you know, people talk about knocking them off the ball, but Georgia's just not, doesn't play it right. They got two guys that go outside here. You see on the snap of the ball. See, if I'm defending this, if I'm defending this, I'll tell you what I would do. This dude right here, he's either going to smash this guy and head, nose him up to try to two gap him, or he's going to punch inside or he's going to punch. But either way, he's going to try to what we call, uh, the, the 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 Michigan coaches call it gap and a half. He's going to try to play into this guy, and this guy will be a contained guy. But what happens on the snap of the ball is these two dudes are outside. That's terrible, and you got nothing in there, and that's just gift. That's a gift. That's an easy first down. You see that? Yeah. See that? that this gets back to why I want you to be smart. The coaches got to have be smart. The players got to know that you got to know your gap. Can't be running around the block like that. 
there's Georgia defense has got conflict. Look at these guys. All they're kind of they're kind of looking around. How are we lined up? Now they've shifted. And, and is Georgia lined up right? You know, they 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 ran the ball in there a little bit. This game is going to be so much about getting lined up right. Mm. All right, Denny, this this after 25 years of coaching defense, high school defense. Your job as a defensive coordinator is get your defense comfortable. Okay, the offensive coaches want to screw your guys up. They want to get you confused. They want to give you motion, formations, BS, stuff. They want to get you uncomfortable. Your job is to get your defense comfortable and get these, make these guys uncomfortable. Make the offensive guys uncomfortable. Okay, so let's take a look now when George is comfortable. Let's, call, let's see how they defend this when they're, when they're lined up right. And they're comfortable and they're in their their gap sound. Nothing. Stuffed. Stuff like a Christmas goose, Danny. Nothing. <laughs> okay, because they're 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 not, you don't see anybody looking around, they're not waving their arm. Look at they're all lined up, they got their keys, they're, they're they know exactly they're playing great. This is this is how we got to play. Great technique up front by these three guys. They're not getting knocked off the ball. And then these linebackers are gap sound. Look at we're all gap sound. Nothing. That's how we got to be, man. And this this is a good job. They they box this quarterback in here. But he, he over, you know he, he'll do this. You know, th this is where JJ has to be better than this kid. You know, this kid can run better than JJ. But J.J. has to throw and complete those passes because this kid will miss some of those passes. Okay, he will miss some of those. Not a lot, but enough. And he might throw one over the head of that guy where we can pick it off. So a couple more plays, Denny, and we're done. Second and 10. We got to stop the tide. This is some stuff they're doing. They get good boxed in, contained. Got them boxed in, and they got great effort, and they make a play. This is a this is a play how we uh, I would show my defense. I might end end the film session on this. Uh, effort plus being smart. Effort plus being smart, we win. So watch this kid. You know they're they're rushing. Uh, yeah, they're rushing four. They got a kind of a spy. You get great effort from this kid. You got them boxed in, though. The edge players are are playing uh, playing with contain. So, where, which guy did I point out? Watch this kid's effort right here. He's battling. He's battling. He's battling. He's battling. He dives at him and brings him down. But we got contain. This quarterback, you know, he feels he feels the edge players have contain. He feels that, you know. So. Guy beat a double team, two double teams. Yeah, and I would leave practice on that. So scars, keys. Um, tech, the, the the two inside guys got to play great technique. We got to be low and smart. But the smartest, we got to be smart on defense, man. I know people talk about keys because Saban even told you. Saban told you what he thinks of Michigan's defense. He said they run a lot of stuff, right? He said they run more stuff than we've seen, meaning slant left, right, man, zone, combo, 
bring backers, bring safeties, bring corners, drop edges, drop nose guards. That's what he's he's talking about. So the way we beat Alabama is obviously he understands it, and we've got to be really, really smart. And when 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 mentor calls something, we execute it properly, and we're just we're we're where we're supposed to be. Did I make it? I know it's kind of sound. Oh yeah, I'm I'm following. Oh, oh yeah, you know what? Uh, well, Alabama's ex coach. I actually had that on my notes. Um, you know, well, read it for the people that are listening on the podcast. Richard's asking you if the uh, Alabama ex coach, uh, the Hilo hire, will be a you problem. Know, Denny, the, he understands uh, the thought process, uh, but Saban's been around. He knows how we're coaching things. And um, I, I don't think it will be. I mean, you know, Gaddis was at, at Maryland this year. That, that happens so often in, in football that you'll, you'll have guys go different places that were on your staff. And, um, you know, some of the, you know, but, it, it, you know, he'll ask, say, but, you know, the guy worked for Saban, I guess, years ago. He did work for Saban. You know, he'll ask, you know, what are they thinking here? What's their mindset? And uh, he, he might tell them, but our coaches understand things too. And to answer your question, no. Let me just say this about George Hilo. And I, I, I met the guy. And, you know, Danny, I'm, I'm going to, I don't want to, I got recruited by a lot of people. You've worked for leaders. You work for people. Okay. I met George Hilo. And I don't, I'm not a guy that normally takes shots at guys. But when I met George Hilo, you know, it's, he doesn't, he doesn't have a presence to him. He's not like meeting Clinksdale or Mike Elston or Michael Hart, where you say, you know what, I want to play for that dude. So it's it's no surprise that he ain't working and that Jim got rid of him. So I, I maybe that's old Scar taking a shot, but he he did impress me as a guy that could walk in a living room and and, and go in there and recruit with a with with a presence. Um, maybe again, I, I don't like to be too negative on it, which, but. He is what he is. He t- he's over there helping Saban, and I don't think it will. Uh, I don't think it's going to hurt us because we. The, there's fundamental things we do on defense that Saban is well aware of. He's been around uh, defense a long time, and uh, play great technique. Minter's got a big bag of tricks, and you better let's be in the right spot, man. And it's got to be all your two deep guys, Danny. That's the thing about when you run a lot of stuff. You want to make sure all your players are, are getting all the, the proper checks. So uh, that's my thing with uh, really looking at this is let's be in the right spot. And for bowl preparations as they, they practice here, I mean, this is, uh, this is something that they've, uh, they've got the plan in place. I mean, they're, they're working. I mean, it's all Alabama, right? I mean, this is what they're going through here. There's nothing else. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're Denny. They're looking at the coaches are, the coaches are looking at formations personnel group from Alabama. They're looking at all that film. You know, what What do they like to do from all these from – and then our coaches are saying, okay, we're going to do this, but we're also going to do this. And our kids will be ready, you know, for different looks from different formations that we – you know, Alabama can't get a beat on what we're doing. And, and that's – this is nothing new for Michigan because it's what we do on defense. We don't just line up vanilla. We don't just line up vanilla on offense. We beat people – and, you know, Danny, I got it on my notes here. We beat people, people with gray matter just as much as athletic ability. 
I, I, I'm not saying these other people aren't smart that we played, you know, but Jim won at Stanford and he didn't have the fastest, most, most athletic dudes. You know, you, when you, if you don't, you, you put a lot more on guys. Listen, I coached, man. And there's some teams you can't put a lot on their plate mentally. You got to back off. You follow me? Cause they'll make mental mistakes. You can't have that. You just vanilla everything. But when you got guys that, that, that can, you can load them up. Now you can be more complicated and you can give the defense more problems. And I, there's an upside of our great academics, Denny, if that's what I'm saying. There's an well, I, I think that's good. And I think for Michigan fans, you know, the Alabama can, you know, the, they, they scare people because of the success that they had and the kind of talent and with Saban. But the thing with this Michigan team is they can match up everywhere with whatever you got. And as Nick Saban, as great as he is, and, you know, he's the best with, you know, you can't really argue with all the championships and everything they have, you know, Michigan staff and with Harbaugh at the top, you should feel good about being able to match wits and X and O, you know, with Nick Saban, nothing's going to surprise Michigan there. And then on the field, when it comes down to the talent, this isn't when, you know, it was new year's day and, and, uh, you know, the tide had Jerry Judy and all these other guys running around there where the, you know, Mac Jones, where the, you know, the, the talent took over Michigan can match them uh, talent wise too. So they have, uh, they have it on the field. They have it with the coaches. And as you know, you're talking about here, they've got it upstairs. So yeah, we uh, just can't be vanilla in any way, shape, or form. Uh, and just because, but that's how we've been winning three championships, Danny. We got good players, but we do a lot of stuff that are, we, we challenge our players mentally also. Good stuff, Scar. You got a final point for us? No, just fired up, man. The more film I look at, the more positive and fired up. Um, I am, man. So it's it's all blue, man. Blue skies over Pasadena, January first, <laughs> baby. <laughs> I was fired up last week, Scar, and you've got me more fired up today. So you know, keep doing that. Great job. All right, Danny, go blue. Maybe we'll go uh, on a different day because Monday's Christmas and all that. So oh, good point. Very maybe, uh, yeah, maybe good Tuesday, point. Wednesday. We'll keep we'll keep you posted. Very good point, Scar. There you all go. All right, Danny, go blue. There he is, Jim Scar.